February 12th, rise and shine and give God your glory, glory. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to you. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today I'm dedicating the podcast to love and also to Rod and Erica. They are in need of prayer. And, oh, Loris, you add so much to my life. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind and with life's cares I hope dear God some happiness to find let me live but for today not worrying what's ahead for I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run let me keep this thought in mind Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Today, listeners, rather than focus on what you desire, Turn your attention to what God wants, His plans, and His priorities for your life. After all, what you long for generally leads to the realization of what you cannot do or be in your own strength. But when you focus instead on what the Lord enables you to accomplish, you know that He assumes full responsibility for your needs as you obey him. The reason this change in focus is important is that no possession, relationship, or status can attain, we can attain, is ever going to heal or fulfill us emotionally or spiritually. Why? Because God made us for him. Certainly the Lord wants us to have good relationships with others, but he created us to be in fellowship with him, first and foremost. When we try to get our needs met apart from him, 
our efforts lead only to disappointment, discouragement, disillusionment, and despair. Friends, only God can fill the emptiness in your heart. Only He is sufficient to meet your deepest needs for acceptance, love, and worthiness. And only as you turn to Him are these needs met, leading you to a wholeness. So allow Him to set your path and priorities. Jesus, I choose your plans for my life. Lead me, Lord. Amen. Love it. God's promises. Psalm 100, verse 5. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures to all generations. Truth is timeless. Truth does not differ from one age to another, from one person to another, from one geographical location to another. Men's ideas may differ, men's customs may change, men's moral codes may vary, but God's great all-prevailing truth stands for time and eternity. Amen. Ecclesiastes 9, verse 16. Wisdom is better than strength. The person who is seeking to walk in wisdom is going to reflect often about his own relationship with the Lord and how the Lord desires to work in his life. He is going to want to please the Lord to grow in his relationship with the Lord. As we walk in wisdom, we see God's hand at every turn. We know he is with us. We become more and more familiar with his voice, his prompting, his leading, his tug at our hearts. We don't merely know more about God. Rather, we truly come to know God in a deeper and more intimate way. As we walk in wisdom, we see God's hand at every turn. We know he is with us. We become more and more familiar with his voice, his prompting, his leading, his tug at our hearts. We don't merely know more about God. Rather, we truly come to know God in a deeper, more intimate way. Amen. Let that sink in for a minute and we'll be right back. God's purpose for your life. Okay, in John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. 
the most important decision you will ever make in life is a decision about love, whether or not to receive God's love in salvation. The choices that follow are like it, whether you will love God and, by extension, love others. However, what you should know about God's love is that it is absolute. It is divine, eternal, and sacrificial. His care for you does not waver or change over time. He is not influenced by circumstances or situations. His love for you cannot be diminished. So likewise, whatever we might say about God himself, we must say about his love, because it is wise, powerful, and ever-present with us. His love penetrates our deepest wounds and causes us to heal. He causes us to change. His love causes us to grow. And if we allow his love access, it will overtake us completely, our heart, soul, mind, and our strength. So are you willing? Have you accepted God's love? Have you allowed it to reach into every area of your life and transform you? I have. If not, you should. Because absolutely nothing fills the emptiness better than his awesome love. And that's the truth. Jesus, I receive your love and worship you as my Savior, my Lord, and my God. You have all of me. Amen. And I choose your love. Thank you. Okay, prayers from the wilderness. I mean, these are prayers that, oh, God. We could literally just read every day and go to the moon almost. Here's one for anxiety and meditation. Close your eyes. Bow your head. Put your hands together in prayer. Father, I thank you for your comfort and love. I am so grateful that you know me as your child and you know my personality, my worries, my concerns, and my problems. I know I do not possess the ability to solve the issues of my life, but it still does not prevent me from experiencing anxiety. Frequently, I lose sleep. I allow negative thoughts to control my mind, and I believe what I see and not your words of comfort and victory. Father, Please help me to turn my anxiety into prayers, my worry into hope, my disbelief into faith. Remind me of the many times you answered my prayers, some of which were merely thoughts and you were kind enough to bring them into fruition. When I reflect on my spiritual journey, I know 
that you have kept your eyes on me. I know you have provided for me, and I know you have blessed me. I desire to maintain your spirit in my life. Every day that you bless me with a sound mind, please help me to keep your thoughts as my focus. Provide me with the armor I need to fight the battlefield in my mind and use prayer as my weapon. Please help me to enter into your presence every day, several times a day. And as this becomes my spiritual routine, let all anxiety decrease. Father, teach me not to hide my needs from you, the one who is Lord over my life, the one who knows all my needs anyway. Please do not allow pride to infiltrate my being and cease my ability to render honest prayers to you, prayers that will decrease worry and anxiety and usher in peace and understanding. Remind me of your promise from Isaiah 61, beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. My hope is in you, Lord. My life is purposed for you, Lord. My steps are ordered by you, Lord. And because of this, I can rest and watch you, Lord, solve my problems. Let me remember this at all times, and I will be forever grateful. In fact, make me remember this at all times. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. Stay right there. Be right back. You know it. And now reading from my Choose Joy devotional. It says, High Expectations. Jeremiah 31, 2. They found grace out in the desert. Israel, out looking for a place to rest, met God out looking for them. God told them, I've never quit loving you and never will. Expect love, love, and more love. Despite their transgressions, God told the Israelites he never quit loving them. That is true for you today. Look beyond any circumstances and you will discover God looking at you, his eyes filled with love. Scripture promises an overwhelming, unexpected river of love 
that will pour out when we trust the Lord our God. Rest today in his word. Expect God's love, 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 and more love to fill that empty place in your heart. Father, we read these words and choose this day to believe in your unfailing love. Amen. A Continual Feast, Proverbs 15:15. A cheerful heart has a continual feast. Our choice of companions has much to do with our outlook. Negativity and positivity are both contagious. The writer of Proverbs says that a cheerful heart has a continual feast. So it's safe to assume that a grumpy heart will feel hungry and lacking instead of feeling full. While God calls us to minister to those who are hurting, we can do so with discernment. Next time someone complains, ask them to pray with you about their concerns. Yay! Tell them a story of how you overcame negativity or repaired a relationship. You just might help turn their day around. God, help me to be a positive influence on my friends and family. Give me wisdom and unwavering hope that comes from Christ that I may share your joy with others. Amen. A good morsel. Psalm 34, 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. The world gives the idea to non-believers that God isn't worth a taste. The world emphasizes a self-focus while the Lord says to put others before self and God before all. In reality, walking and talking with God is the best thing that you can do for yourself. Like so many foods that are good for us, all our spiritual life requires is that first taste, a tiny morsel, which whets the appetite for more of Him. Then, when you can be open to all the goodness, all the fullness of the Lord. Lord, fill my cup to overflowing with your love so that it pours out of me in a way that makes others want what I have. Amen. Love it. Beautiful. And then be happy. Psalm 106, verse 3. Blessed are those who act justly, who always do what is right. In the world that we live in today, some might think that a bank error or a mistake on a bill in their favor would be justification for keeping the money without a word. But a true Christ follower would not look at these kinds of situations as good or fortunate events. Oh boy. Our happiness is in being honest and doing what is right because that happiness is the promised spiritual reward. Because we want to be blessed by God, to be a happy follower of him, 
we must always seek to do what is right. Gracious and Heavenly Father, thank you for your blessings each and every day. I thank I am thankful to be your follower when I am tempted to do something that would displease you. And please remind me that you will bless me if I act justly. My happiness will be a much better reward in your name. Amen. We're constantly being tested, listeners. We just can't fail these tests. Of course, God will forgive us, but just can't fail these tests. Lamentations 3.22 The Lord's love never ends. His mercies never stop. They are new every morning. Lord, your loyalty is great. Regardless of your relationship with your earthly father, your heavenly father loves you with an unfailing love. He is faithful to walk with you through the ups and downs of life. Remember that every day is a day to honor your heavenly father. Begin and end today praising him for who he is. Express thanksgiving. Present your request to him. Tell him how much you love him. God longs to be your Abba Father, a loving daddy to you. Father, for some today, this is a happy occasion. For others, it stings a bit. Thank you that you are a loving God, my Abba Father, my Redeemer. Amen. Okay, and finally, it says, start your day with God. Hello, I've been saying that. (laughs) Psalm 5-3. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait expectantly. Okay, listeners, when? In the morning. I'm sorry, when? In the morning. (laughs) As you wake up in the morning, thank the Lord for a new day, right off the bat. Ask him to control your thoughts and attitude as you make the bed. Thank him for providing you for your toast, your bagel. Ask that your self-image be based on your relationship with Christ as you get dressed and as you brush your teeth. Continue to pray as you drive to work or school. Spend time in his word throughout the day. Then end your day by thanking him for his love and faithfulness. Dear Lord, thank you for the gift of a new day. Help me be aware of your constant presence in my life. Amen. I had a friend ask me yesterday. He said, how do I make God first in my life? 
And I said, first of all, you have to say that God is first in your life. And then upon waking, upon your eyelids opening, you must look up and say, thank you, God. Good morning. Remember, my friends, that trials reveal where God fits in our lives. Does he have top priority or is he an afterthought? Sadly, many Christians are so absorbed in their own activities and responsibilities that they have no time for the Lord unless there's an emergency. God uses dark times to open our eyes to our need for him. So let the darkness motivate you to draw nearer to him rather than far away. And I'm talking about some of that darkness that is in the news. It's terrible. Begin today to build a foundation that will stabilize you through the dark moments of life. You can do this by seeking the Lord. Psalm 105.4 says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. This means that in both good and bad times, we should make every effort to know God more fully, love him more deeply, and gain a greater understanding of his ways. Salvation is just the beginning of a relationship with the Lord. He has so much more in store for those who seek him. And his word explains how to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. That concludes the podcast for today. Thank you so much for coming to pray with me. We just got a ton of blessings started. And remember to keep Rod and Erica in your hearts and in your prayers today. And as you go out into the world, spread joy, spread love, spread understanding, Spread kindness, spread goodness. God bless you. Bye for now. See you tomorrow.